Hello, my name is Lisa Gay and welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. Energy subsidies play an important role in many parts of the world. By subsidizing the energy sector, governments keep the price, or the so-called tariff, on energy lower than it might otherwise be. This means it can ease the burden on the poor by helping them access energy more cheaply. But a new study by the International Monetary Fund suggests that these subsidies don't always have the desired effect. Trevor Allen is with the IMF's African Department and one of the authors of the report. He explains that energy subsidies can end up disproportionately helping the well-off. Targeted subsidies can help the poor, but what we're finding is that the subsidies that are employed in the electricity and uh, predominantly in the fuels are not targeted. They're rather universal subsidies and therefore are granted to all the consumers. And in the case of fuel subsidies and electricity subsidies, because the rich consume more, they get the lion's share of the benefits from subsidies. So in actual fact, it doesn't really help the poor that much. Does that mean that if there was a complete removal of subsidies, the poor wouldn't be really hurt? No, the poor would be hurt because, as I said before, the poor do consume these products. And what we would say is that subsidies have to be better targeted so that the benefits actually the land share of the benefits do accrue to the poorest. What we have now is that the subsidies accrue mainly to the rich and therefore those uh, expenditures end up being allocated to items that are not affecting or benefiting the poor as well as they might be. Okay, so let's take a little step back now. Can you explain to us what fuel subsidies are particularly and how prevalent they are in sub-Saharan Africa? First of all, one can distinguish between direct subsidies that are a cost on the budget in which the cost of the product exceeds the price at which it is being sold in the market, which entails that the government is actually providing that difference between the cost and the price. In addition, what we find is that in some cases, that subsidy is hidden. It's not on the budget because a subsidy may be borne by a state-owned enterprise that is provide producing the the good, but at a loss, and that loss is not uh, accounted for in the budget, but only appears subsequently in later years as a transfer from the government to the uh, company. Or what happens is that these losses also end up removing resources from the company that could be used to improve, increase supply, increase quality of service, and so forth. And that's the case predominantly in the electricity sector, where the fact that you have subsidies in which state-owned enterprises that produce electricity are making losses mean that you have this vicious cycle of underinvestment, low quality, and uh, low supply. In sub-Saharan Africa, overall energy electricity supply per capita has not really increased at all since the mid-70s. And so now sub-Saharan Africa is far outstripped in that regard from all the other regions of the world. So what is the actual impact of energy subsidies on African economies? How do they affect the budget and how do they affect growth? Well, the subsidies, first of all, provide cost to the budget in many cases, and therefore that crowds out other government spending, including on much-needed infrastructure and on social services. In addition, the subsidies, often by 
generating a situation that provides a disincentive for the private sector to enter into uh, the electricity supply chain and also inhibits the state enterprises involved from having the resources to actually expand output and improve service. That impacts negatively on growth as well. At the current rate of energy supply, Africa will not be able to continue to grow at the rates that it has seen in recent years. Energy supply is going to be a very strong bottleneck to future growth. So how should sub-Saharan Africa go about reforming its energy sector? Is it just a question of raising the tariff or the price of energy? No. In fact, despite the subsidies, sub-Saharan Africa has tariffs that are substantially higher than the rest of the world. And this reflects, uh, in large part, higher production costs. These higher production costs are a result of inefficiency of the state-owned enterprises that produce low uh, or small economies of scale, and also the fact that, at times, the countries have to employ emergency modes of generation. All these imply that the costs are quite high. So, indeed, reform strategy must not only focus on tariff increases, but rather ways to improve efficiency and reduce costs. An important aspect of planning an energy reform is to think about the objectives and goals of the reform and to be able to convey that to the public in a very extensive public education campaign. It is also important that the reform is phased in gradually to allow the population time to adjust, to allow those firms that may be energy intensive to be able to adjust their modes of production. And it's important to provide compensating measures to the most needy to allow them to be protected from any tariff increase that takes place. Is there any examples of African countries that have actually successfully undertaken the strategy? Yes, I would say that in the area of electricity reform, Kenya actually has done quite well. I mean, of course, there's still a long way to go in that respect, but Kenya has carried out a tariff reform, let me say an energy sector reform, because it's not just tariffs, as I said before, beginning in the mid-1990s through to the mid-2000s, where, one, they improved access to electricity by over 100%. There was also increase in the amount of supply of electricity substantially. And, of course, the quality of that service also improved. So that electricity sector reform, which, yes, included tariff adjustments, but also included other measures to reduce inefficiencies, did succeed in increasing supply, increasing access, and increasing quality. And that was Trevor Allen on how to reform the energy sector in sub-Saharan Africa. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more at suncloud.com slash imf hyphen podcasts. <laughs>